Hello and welcome to Frida Will Good Home. My name is Michael Hing. My name is Ben Jenkins. And we are in Ben's lovely apartment once again. Thank you. And I don't know if you can hear in the background, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of building going on right next door. Yes. Uh, what's they're, they're playing some hits from the 80s on the... Uh, can you hear the drill? I don't know. If you, if you can hear the drill, we apologise. If, if you, you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, we have edited the drill out for you, <laughs> for your listening pleasure. Um, um, we are joined by... The one. The oh, only one that I know with this name. <laughs> um, Comedian, illustrator, improviser. You would know him from Dad. our podcast, <laughs> Dragon Friends. Uh, Simon Griner himself. Hello, Simon Griner. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're most welcome. Uh, it's been ages since we've had you on the podcast. Yeah, well, it's been ages since you've done the podcast. Really, <laughs> so I had to keep bringing that back. That's true. Uh, that but true. as but as a, as a one-time guest and a fan, uh, I'm very happy that you guys are back. So, uh, well, on behalf of everyone, thank you. Thank um, you. Thanks for having me. So we've, we've we've moved. I think last time you did this with us, we were probably doing it in an office or something. Maybe maybe, I, maybe the ABC. I can't remember. No, I didn't do the ABC. I did it in the house. Oh, oh the old house. The old, in house. The old haunted, haunted house. house. Yeah, yeah, we used to record this in a haunted house. Uh, but now that we're recording. Them at Ben's place. I noticed something today, Ben. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, first of all, thank you so much for letting us use your house to record okay. this bullshit podcast. Yeah. This preamble is, is troubling to me. <laughs> Secondly, there is a, like a, I guess a pot sure. over in your kitchen ah, yes. that has in it. Yeah. Uh, it's on the stove and it has. The stove isn't on. Yeah. But it's just being used as a storage pot and it has okay. a pundit of blueberries in it. Okay. Look. And then also <laughs> a, an empty packet of cruskets. Okay, uh-huh. wait, 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 Hing. I think I might know what this is. Okay. Are you familiar with the concept of a master stock? Uh, in Chinese <laughs> cooking, basically they'll leave a little bit in the pot and keep it going yeah. so that the flavors increase and increase That's and increase. exactly what right. is happening. So, yeah. what, But what it looks like to me is yep. that you are using, you've run, you're just so <laughs> lazy at putting like groceries. You're literally just throwing blueberries like, and cruskets <laughs> into Pot. It's like you know when um you know when a house leaks and you run out of um you used to put, put pots on the ground to collect the water. I generate so much garbage that Anya just has to kind of follow me around the apartment. Well, you joke, but um blueberries and cruskets in a pot is not dissimilar to the kind of cooking that we're doing for our child. So, uh, I see. Is because uh, is, this, is this is your first dad appearance on the pod? Is this, yeah. is this the first dad to ever appear on the pod? Mm, potentially, but I don't know. Who oh, there was that time that, very young. <laughs> there was that time that both our dads did it. Both our dads did it. Also, Tim Allen did it. Mm. Famous, famous home improvement dad. Yeah. Um, Increasingly, uh, being a dad is a part of my brand. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, what's Baby Milo into? Well, um, it's funny you should mention that because I did bring some snacks <gasps> along, and given, um, I mean, this is a true snack report in, in that it's not necessarily a report on the snacks we're eating, but it's a report on snacks in general. It's okay. kind of like oh, I journalism. Yeah. We're checking okay. in. So yeah. I brought in some, um, some baby snacks because oh. um, <laughs> most of them are vegan, and I know that Michael is vegan. Oh. So, um, is your thing- baby vegan? Are you raising a vegan child? Um, I mean, that's his choice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're doing See, that. Ben? No, the I, baby I, can make a choice. <laughs> so, they, they've all got pretty weird names. So, what do we got here? So, we've got some um, nibbly fingers. Okay. Doesn't sound very bloody vegan to me. No. <laughs> uh, we've got some uh, superfood puffs. Uh, and these are kale and spinach flavored with 10 milligrams of choline or choline to support brain and eye health. Because Ooh. I know that your eye health is very poor, Ben. So is this so so is this for a baby of Milo's age? Yeah. Okay. Toddlers and babies. This is a, a baby mum mum. Okay. It's a rice rusk. Uh-huh. So you can have that whole thing. And this is the um <laughs> the terribly named creamies. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you the nibbly finger. I'm here, enjoying some superfood puffs, and let me here, tell you, I'm the a creamies. happy baby. <laughs> Maybe you should read what it says on the front. Organic creamies, freeze-dried veggie fruit snack. 
Oh, organic creamies melts in baby's mouth. I oh. cannot for this. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you should try one. Uh, I will try. Okay, I'm going to try a creamy. Let me tell you, I've just had some superfood puffs and my eye and brains just feel so healthy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've got an enormous head now. It's swelled to twice the size. Oh, just like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, Simon? Yeah. Um, it's just occurred to me. Are we literally taking food oh, yeah. out please of the mouth please of your child? Them. Please <laughs> save some creamies for my baby. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying a creamy. Let it melt I, in your mouth. I despise this. <laughs> <laughs> are you a, are you becoming a bit of a baby food aficionado since you've had a child? Um, are you one for them, one for you kind of scenario? I actually really enjoy buying an adult meal and sitting down with my baby and just like sharing it. Oh, um, which is just like a nice thing to do. Um, yeah, in the first instance, but it's also uh, fun to see him try new flavors. <laughs> Have um, you, oh. like, has he tried like sour stuff? Yet? He put a lemon yeah, in his mouth. He'll eat a lemon uh, quite happily. Oh, that's that's that's, that's annoying. Yeah, you really wanted to do that good face. Yeah. What's a what's a what's a what's a novel thing that you can give a baby? Um, I guess everything. I gave it, him like Egyptian food the other night. That was pretty good. Yeah. Really. The great thing is that he um he knows. The chickens make the sound buck buck, uh, and when he eats chicken, he knows it's chicken, and he says buck 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 buck. Ah, oh, on the road to being vegan, I guess, because <laughs> he's connecting it with the animal. That's or good. He's just responsible for his consumption of. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's proteins. the thing about Milo. Milo only kills uh, the baby. Only kills. He eats food. He kills himself. <laughs> yeah, mm. um, he's been slaughtering his own cows. Oh, I just imagined the baby with a little hunting knife. Look you, a little hunting knife. Baby's first Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Egyptian. I learnt <laughs> to walk like this an Egyptian. Go? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, as, as you know, Hing, and I think, you, as you know, Simon, I'm, I'm learning Auslan at the moment. And, um, sign language. Yeah, which is Australian sign language. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, we, did, we did, like, uh, nationalities the other night. Mm-hmm. And Seems fraught. Yeah. It, um, <laughs> it sort of is, to be honest. Oh. Egyptian is, um, is what, you'd, what you'd probably, the first thing you would guess. Is it, is it the famous Egyptian dance move? It is the famous D- Egyptian dance that's, move. That's the official sign for That is the official sign for Egyptian. Do the bangles get a cut of every time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, well. and, uh, and also the, um, the one for Italian yeah. is, listener, I'd like you to just do with your hands the first thing <laughs> that you think of for Italian. <laughs> Hing and Simon, do it. One, two, three. It's that. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely that. <laughs> So, for wow. the listener at home, um, <laughs> um, yes. We're, we're no, for the listener at home, what you just did yeah, is it's that. exactly that. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, but thank you for this. This is the first baby food snack report we've had. Yeah. And let me tell you, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the superfood puffs. I would eat superfood puffs. What was the nibbly finger like? Um, it was good. It was a bit of apple in it, I think. Maybe some some berry. Um, yeah. It was a. Um, I will say that it, the, the the texture of it, it it kind of crumbled more easily in my mouth than I expected it to. Like a, like an off biscuit. Like the no, like the thing you would give a baby, really. Right. Like exactly what you. If would that's need your to crit- if that's your criticism of baby food, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But it did make me want to try the bean bar that we got sent. Oh yeah. Uh, which we will. I think we'll do it next step. Yeah, I'm we will. Very keen to eat a bean. Did you bar. know that people sent us snacks from America? Oh, that's amazing. Like oh, there are currently snacks from Mexico in quarantine. Oh, if anyone from Australian customers listening, uh, it's a gift, and this isn't a commercial. Enterprise. Anyway, um, <laughs> let us get to the classifier. Let us, because that is what we're here for. Mm-hmm. That yep. is the game that we like to play. <laughs> uh, ben, do you have one you want to start us off with? Yes. This is from the Sydney area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was sent in by friend of the podcast, Sam Silcock. Thank you, Sam. I, I've never met him. I just say he's a friend of the podcast because he sends in really good ones. He does. Friendly. He does. Um, thank you, Sam. This is in the Sydney area. It was posted like maybe a day ago. Need a lady... To chat up husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is in North Sydney. 
Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so North Sydney is a reasonably affluent area. A of, area. Um, yes, just, just across the Harbour Bridge. It starts strong. Okay, ladies. <laughs> I suspect my husband is cheating and needs someone to get friendly with him in North Sydney to obtain pee-off. I assume she means proof. <laughs> I thought she meant payoff. Interesting. Uh, well, you'll be rewarded when you can get the evidence I need. Compensation, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. I see. Is that I $3? See. It is, it, it, it's <laughs> unclear. But the employment type is contract. So, well, she's not going to offer benefits. That's this is thing. like, is yeah, it, it'll be an ABN thing. Yeah, uh, she yeah. doesn't want to have to pay super. Yeah. got an invoice. Yeah. yeah, is this not more or less the uh, plot of indecent proposal? Uh, mm. no, it is an indecent proposal. No, it's not that at all. No. Never mind. No, Never indecent mind. proposal is I, I want to spend a, a night with your wife for a yeah. million dollars. Isn't this it? is I want you to spend a night with my husband for dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Yeah, is this is the opposite. Is she suggesting that um the person go all the way? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, if you want to get incriminating proof, they're gonna have to go pretty far. But what? How far? Like, I mean, how far does it have to go so that it couldn't be construed as an accident beyond reasonable doubt? Well, exactly. Like, if you pull through too early and you're like, "Yep, I spoke to him in Gloria Jeans. We've got him. He said hi. Mm-hmm. Said my shirt was nice." She's like, "I'm taking him to court. Like, we need like so. What? What? What would it?" So the cheating court? Yeah, the cheating court. Judge Judy, I No, think. I assume that this is... Oh, I don't know why I assumed this, actually. I assumed because she said, when you get the evidence I need, I assumed that she's about to go through a divorce or something and wants to... Because that, that factors into divorce settlements. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what else she would want this for. Just to hold it over him forever in some yeah, sort of a, loveless just a, marriage? a free pass. She'd be like, well, you know, I've always got one up my sleeve since you cheated. Oh, and, um, yeah. Maybe I'll try to... And yeah, that's Surely that's entrapment. You can't have a free pass because because you hide someone to sleep with your husband or wife. Well, that doesn't... Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you've orchestrated this entire thing, you can't then claim like, yeah, now it's my turn. But yeah, I mean, like, does she... I, I think she really wants... Like, she, she wants more specificity in this. Mm. If she's not... If, if somebody's like, hey, I saw your ad. Great news. I fucked your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> Sorry. I, Time and place, time and place. Yeah, oh, I, no, we've been doing it for months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought you just like exchange fluid text. Nah, fucked him. Nah, fucked him. You got him! <laughs> <laughs> um, I read a really interesting article the other day, by which I mean it was on one of the... It was just it came by news feed, and it was a, a man had hired... It was, it, that, it was a real Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville s- s- scenario. No. No. Pina Colada song. Okay. Um, scenario, in that he had hired a prostitute uh-huh. uh, to cheat on his wife with. Uh-huh. And when she got to the hotel room, <gasps> it was his wife. You're kidding me. And, and the thing is, unlike the Pina Colada song where it goes happily ever after, yeah. what they discovered was is that he had been uh, extramaritally visiting prostitutes for years and that she had also been moonlighting as a sex worker for many years. Yeah. And it was a much sadder ending than you would have expected. Or was I, it just they were both so relieved that finally they could get this out in the open? <laughs> no, the article <laughs> specified that they were both uh, in divorce court now. Oh, uh, I see. Uh, it's uh, deeply good. upsetting. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, that yeah. would be like such... Like, if ever there was a cartoon double take. Yeah. What's interesting is that they'd been married for like 19 years or something. And they were in their like 50s. And then what That's an hap- old prostitute. And what, what had <laughs> happened was he had said, he, she, he'd gone, he, he'd gone, he said to her, I'm going out drinking with the fellas. 
don't call me because I'm and with the fellas. She said, I'm also going out drinking with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yep. but, but then he went and hired a hotel and they went on the website to look up um, sex workers, right? And then when he was looking him up, he noticed a, a, a photo. This is quite romantic. A photo of a lady he quite liked. He's like, I quite like her body. Mm, can't see her face. Though, oh, because the, the, it had been cut off by the photo. Oh, okay. Or it was obscured by a towel or something. I don't know. But he, but he was like, but I love that body. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> she had a towel wrapped around her face. Why was that? Have you never had your photo taken um, for your brothel work? Yeah. <laughs> they, it's either a towel around the face or a big sombrero tilted very far forward. <laughs> anyway. What she had to t- like, she was being waterboarded with a towel over her face. <laughs> it was Christopher Hitchens. Um, and anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so he he was into he was into the body he saw on the photo, which was his wife's body, and then he hired her. Oh, that's real. Based on the fact, that's real brain then, meme explosion thing. Like, yeah, is exactly. it cheating? If it's definitely it's cheating, definitely cheating. Absolutely, it's, is cheating. Um, yeah. Anyway. Would this kind of entrapment that this woman is suggesting, let's say that she's doing it for a divorce settlement, like would a judge just be like, "Well, you've entrapped this guy." Absolutely. Do you, but do you need proof? This is not like the 1930s. Do you need proof of? Um, can't you just say like? It's not working anymore. Oh, no. So we've, we've had no-fault divorce since Whitlam, right? Right. I mean, like, just in general, like, you can get more money in a settlement. Like, oh. that sort of stuff. Oh, if you can prove cheating. You yeah, can prove no, cheating. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, this would get thrown out in court. Well, I'm not a lawyer, um, but... How, I, how do you... How would you... Appro- if, you, if you wanted to do this, okay? You wanted to make a little bit of money on the side. You're both gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. But if you if you wanted to make a little bit of money, mm-hmm. and you were a woman, mm-hmm. what, oh, would you, yeah. what would your strategy be? Was it to to get money out of it? Yeah, no, 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 no. To 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 answer this ad. So you don't want to go too far, because I don't. I wouldn't want to actually have sex with the man. But how are you? What, what's your opening? Like to shut up the man? Yeah, just use my regular pickup line. But that doesn't happen in real life, oh, does it? Oh, hey, d- did it hurt? What? When when you fell from heaven? Oh. See this ad to him. That's You'd a, say that to him, but where? In. Like where is this occurring? Oh, uh, and he's in in the and elevator. <laughs> the elevator in his office. Wait, You're like, so I'm the new temp, <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to be around very long. Are there but any <laughs> hoping to make some valuable uh, business connections with your dick? <laughs> There's no details, are there? I think it's like you you would yeah you would contact this woman and be like okay he works at this place mm. and then, and then, and then you get a, you know, like Simon says you start getting a job there you work your way up from the. Working out from the bottom, from the mailroom. It's a long con. <laughs> it is a really long con. Eight years later, you bec- you've become his boss, and you're like, "Oh, I need you to I'm stay give you one million dollars to sleep with me." <laughs> <laughs> this is so toxic. Can you imagine Absolutely. being in a relationship not ten kilometers from where we're sitting now? <laughs> that is this toxic that you can't just be like, "Are you cheating on me?" Well, yeah, but she probably thinks. But it, what? What if he just says no? If she says no, and then like the next day, this person comes up to him and is like, "Hello, would you like some casual sex away from your wife?" You'd be like, "I think this is Martha's. Did Martha sent you? Is this?" Yeah, uh, I, uh, I, I guess that if you, it really depends on me. It, <laughs> it doesn't really. <laughs> Finish that boy. <laughs> to me, it really doesn't need to be in person. Oh, you could just start texting. Why wouldn't you just set up a fake email account? Email your husband and be like, "Oh, hello, my name's Sally. I'm a I'm a single lady. Or my name's Sally you're... Catfish. <laughs> or list yourself on a prostitution website, exactly, with a towel over your face." <laughs> uh, Simon, do you have one for us? I do. Sent in by Alan Dannett. Thank you, Alan. Um, thank Dannett, you, Alan. you've done it again. <laughs> uh, this is um, from Doorsville, WA. Uh, haunting 
and other possessions. Okay. Uh, this chap is has been a gummy since 2014, so he's had some experience uh, doing this. I forget they call themselves gummies. I know. It's very cute <laughs> and a little gross. Yeah. Um, if you feel like your life has been invaded by a particular paranormal activity or feel like you're being attacked by some forces of the unfamiliar, mm-hmm. I may be able to help and move it out of your life. Now, there's no punctuation, but I'm going to put it in there so I can breathe. <laughs> Message me with your problems and I'll call you when I can't. Oh, I'll, call, I'll call you. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I'll call you when I can. Don't live with the stress, especially if your menacing guest is not welcome. 50-50. It's, the lack of punctuation <laughs> is very confusing. Uh, don't live with the stress, especially if your menacing guest is not welcome. 50-50, it'll want to attach to me. <laughs> but even if you just want to share your respective area with it, it can be done. Let's talk. So, this person's offering a couple of things here. Mm. Am I... Like, the last thing suggests that this man is followed around by a bunch of ghouls <laughs> in yeah, his fr- previous... Frontner style. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah, Michael yeah. J. Fox. Yeah. He's got a team of cool ghosts who hang around with him for whatever reason. Yeah. He's like the Pied Piper of ghosts. But, like, these are ghosts that had a problem. So, so like, what I'm understanding is he says 50-50 they'll attach themselves to me. Yeah. So, if you have a ghost mm-hmm. that is, like, in your house... I am so charismatic to ghosts, that there's is, a half chance yeah. they will leave you and join me. This ghost is like, no, I'm haunting Hing because this was the house that I was murdered in and he lives in it now. And the guy's like, yeah, but what... what like, Yeah, we... We play basketball on Wednesdays. Come yeah, on, what are you going to do? I'm pretty shit. <laughs> so here's a, here's a question. I thought that ghosts haunted a place, but are ghosts, is it ghost law that you have to be linked to a human being to, to be tethered to the earth? Well, let's first um, address that ghosts aren't real. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? <laughs> ghost? I think in this guy's... what? Oh, no, Simon's looking so hurt. No, no, um, I'm looking hurt only because... I am a ghost. Oh! Yeah. So I just, I think it's really First dad, first ghost on the podcast. First ghost dad on the podcast yeah. because we refused to have Bill Cosby, Cosby on yep. the show. <laughs> 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 Bill dad. Cosby has done um, not great things for ghost dads, I'll be the first to say. <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 Is that hard as a ghost dad? Everyone's like, oh, you like. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, look, you have to have that whole conversation, and it's yeah. It's it was probably better to it's be taxi. a ghost dad. I want to say three years ago. <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. Um, so in, is, in in the fiction this man has created, yeah. Um, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, man. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, <laughs> hypothetically, it's a fiction. Sure. In but the fictional it, fiction that this guy has created, in, in the canon, in the canon of this ghost law, yeah, the ghost is haunting. I think the place, not the person. No, well, it does. It, 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 can you read um, the relevant um, section again? Uh, so, uh, subsection four. Yeah. 50-50, it'll want to attach to me. Yeah, so that suggests to me that it's, it's attached to a person. But then it says, but even if you want to share your respective area with it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to respect, share a respective area with it, it's interesting because it seems like he's also offered, offering mediation. Or uh, like he's kind of like got a Wi-Fi hotspot for ghosts. <laughs> so he's he's become a movable place oh, yeah. that a ghost can haunt. Mm. But like, so if he's like, because I, I read that as him being like, if you are haunted by a ghost and it's like, Unbearable, mm. but you still want to share your apartment with a ghost. And I can come rent in. because ghosts. Uh, we are all very respectful and pay our rent. Exactly. Um, is he going to do a mediation where he's like, uh, Trevor, the ghost, uh, Michael thinks you're a really valuable uh, addition to the house, which is really like he a needs to leave. Yeah, um, but you know, you're rattling your chains at two a.m. And is there a t- another time that you could rattle your chains? It, I mean, I, I'll put it out there. Is, do the chains even need to be rattled? Is this just a habit thing? It's my thing. Can we yeah. get you a nice uh, nylon rope? <laughs> a nice silk rope. A nice even. silk rope. To, yeah. <laughs> one, of those, um, one of those things that they twirl around at the Olympics. Oh, yeah, a ribbon. 
so have either of you hired an exterminator recently? Uh, no. Why? So about a couple of years ago, when I was in Melbourne uh, for the comedy festival, I was living with a friend of the pod, Susie Yusuf. Yep. And um, we had a mouse in our house. Oh. In our Airbnb, and so we called the owners, and they called an exterminator. And I was talking to the exterminator, and he was like, oh, he, oh, he he put out some mouse pellets, and he's like, and he's like, oh. Um, Did you say to the exterminator, oh, like the guy from Men in Black? And he was like, oh, and you had to have the whole chat? No, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well he, he put out these mouse pellets and I said, oh, what do the mouse pellets do? And he goes, oh, they, um, they make the mouse really thirsty and then the, 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 they've got to run to the water is what happens. And I was like, huh, uh. is that what happens? And he's like, no, they, they, it kills them. They run outside <laughs> and die. And he's like, I've really just, but I've just got to say that because people get so offended now when you you can't even go. You're, you've called me to exterminate the mouse. That I mean, like, look, I I'm never really on board with the whole, um, you know, PC culture gone mad. But that is, I, yeah, I feel that yeah. man's pain. So he, like, so he, I really he, do. He, he felt he had to lie to me about like the killing of a mouse, a pest in the house. Oh yeah, what this pellet does is it um it makes the mouse really happy, want to want to live on a farm. Yeah. And sort of like it has a little mouse sea change. What's, <laughs> what's the euphemism for exterminator? Like, the, uh, for pest, like control, a pe- pest control. Pest control. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. They call themselves pest control now. But so I had this long chat with him. I was like, "That's fascinating that like you had you felt like you had to lie to me about." Yeah. That. He's like, "It was like well, some people." He's like, "Because it was in." He was like, "He's like you know Melbourne or whatever, you know." Yeah. And um, I just. Reading over this again, I really feel like he's like, oh, if you want to come with me, he's <gasps> killing the ghost. He's killing he's the ghost. absolutely killing the ghost. This There's guy's no a way. ghost murderer. He's it's, a ghost murderer. There's no way. He's like, oh, yeah, no, the ghost is going to come with me. We're going to live on a go- yeah, ghost it's like, farm. It's like, hey, where'd Trevor go? It's like, oh, he's attached to me now. It's like, oh, see you, Trevor. He's not responding. It's like, oh, no, once they attach to me, they're very quiet. Very attached. Very. Oh, that's so true. I'm sad now, Hing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you have one? I do. Let's move along. This one. Uh, is taken from the Springfield area. It's a hell of a town. Columbia? <laughs> Columbia? I don't know. Hmm. I think it's Columbia, not Columbia. Uh, want to arm wrestle is what it's called. Okay. <laughs> anyone, to, anyone want to arm wrestle? Anyone want to arm wrestle? I'll pay you $20. Whoa! Need is that a wager or is that... Need someone to practice arm wrestling with and working out <laughs> together. You don't have to be in perfect shape. I can also pay for gas and expenses. Located in Springfield, Ohio, but I can travel to you. Okay. $20 per hour of arm wrestling. That's not a lot, but... No. If you really wanted to, like, get better at arm wrestling, like, just put your... Like, just put a chair up and a table up against the wall. Yeah. And just, like, resistance <laughs> training. <laughs> well, see, that's that's what makes this either, like, unbearably sad mm. or... Um, suspicious. Or, extre- suspicious. or extremely suspicious. Mm. Sad and suspicious has been the theme of all of these today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unbearably sad and extremely suspicious is my favourite Jonathan Zappenbach <laughs> novel. <laughs> um, so this is suspicious. Absolutely suspicious. Um, $20 to arm wrestle this man you know, somewhere in Ohio. You know how, like, um, there's that thing with... Um, with like masculinity where it's like kind of hard just to be like, hey, do you want to hang out? Oh, yes. Like, hey, do, do you think that might be part of it? Like this guy's just really lonely and he's like, hey, I want to hang out. But like, this is like the massive, 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 like extension of like nothing gay. Like it's going to be so not gay. Right. That that we're actually just going to mom wrestle. I'll armor, pay you. Yeah. And then it's like that fascism, communism thing where it comes full circle and it's... Uh, um, it, it becomes a little bit erotic. Yeah. I, unless um, arm wrestling is a sex term where you're trying to push someone's erect penis back as far <laughs> as it will go for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not outside the realm of possibility. 
Uh, uh, and you're just like, oh, you're winning. And uh, I'm winning. Uh, t- Tom, that's not how you give a hand job. Tom, that is absolutely not how you give a hand job. No, this is about strength. It's Say about uncle. strength. Did you ever um did you ever muscle your dad? Uh, yeah. No, my dad was. N- oh, no, I don't think I ever have. Really? Oh, Hing's dad famously has uh, hooks for hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Captain Hook, actually. Yeah. Oh, congratulations um, on that. <laughs> That's why I hate all crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you hated all crocodiles just because you know they're they're terrifying. Um, <laughs> they're snappy. Dinosaurs. Yeah. So, um, did you arm wrestle your dad? I was. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I I used to arm wrestle dad all the time, and I never won. And maybe a year ago, because my dad's now like sixty. He's like you know you've you've met dad. He's like a kind of wiry wiry sixty year old guy. Um. I, a year ago, maybe, we were maybe at Christmas or something, and I was like, oh, we haven't arm wrestled since I've like been an adult. Let's do it. <laughs> thinking, thinking like, oh, I'm going to crush this guy. Yeah. He destroyed me. Yeah, but your dad, your dad like operates a professional nursery. Sure. Like he's outdoors doing things. And what am he's I lifting doing? things. You're a podcaster. You're, 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 <laughs> you're lifting, a, you're li- you're lifting a, a, a microphone to your lips. <laughs> you're eating, you ate literal baby food today. <laughs> You talked about hand jobs, and you're wondering why a man who works in the outdoors was able to beat you in an arm. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? You know what our our, our version of that the Hing household was? What? It was chess. So my dad, fuck it, of course, taught me to play chess as a kid, and then just would fucking dumpster me once a week. (laughs) Would he? Would he ever kind of go easy? Never, 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 (laughs) never. Absolutely not. It would just. It would be like week after week, and I used to. And my brother and I used to. Um play each other in chess so we'd get better and we'd be able to like beat dad one day and then we once to like like the two of us were like versing him thinking we'd be so much smarter if there was two of us but what it actually meant was we had to just talk about what our strategy was quite openly oh, yes. in front of our opponent we're like oh yeah we should try and take his no no uh, so you have you ever beaten him Never, no. Not even now. No, I'm a 32-year-old man. I still never beat my dad at chess. He's very good. In my house, it was who can sit in a a dark cupboard for the longest. (laughs) And it was weird because dad said he always did it at work. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, I I was there. I, like, put in the hours and, like... Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. um, uh, When me and Anya travelled, last time we were travelling... I I know the basic rules of chess. Like I can tell I've you. I played chess with you before. Yeah, I can tell you what every piece does. Horse does an L. Yeah, <laughs> king does a one. Like literally, but there is some, <laughs> like, there is something in my brain. Like, I I just can't I can't play the game. You know I love games. Like mm. I, I play a lot of games, but I can't play chess. It's and so, foolish games. So Anya and I used to sit there. I I taught her what all the pieces did, and we'd sit there and we would play. Wait, you taught Anya how to play chess? Yeah, and and we would play for like two hours in a cafe. Because neither, like, because she was still learning, and I sh- didn't even know how to beat someone who'd never played before. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, people, like, we'd be sitting in a cafe in like Montmartre, and like, people would be like, "Oh my god, this game's going forever!" And if anybody like would like casually, like, it was like two fucking dogs trying to build a speedboat. Like, it was. <laughs> uh, would you guys like uh, one to to kind of um, uh, lift the tone somewhat? Yes, please. Yes, guys. 13, mm-hmm. rare, 1998 to 2003 men's magazines for sale. These 13, Ralph, FHM, Maxim, and Mr. Men. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, Roger Hargraves is Mr. Men? <laughs> it says, it's, it's just unfortunate word placement, but it does really seem like he's selling three filth magazines into Mr. Men. Oh, this is sent by James Quinn. Thank you very much, James. Um, highly collectible and very rare cannot be obtained as back copies. 
These will only increase in values. I doubt that very much. $40 firm. 40 bucks for all of them, for 13 For 13 So he's kind of bigged it up and then, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's like, what, less than... I just feel like, where they're from, they're from the early 2000s, are they? The late 90s, early 2000s. I feel like the erotic arts have come so far since then. <laughs> but what, you know? there's, a, there's a particular flavour of, like, um, late 90s, early 2000s kind of uh, softcore. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's nostalgic. So yeah. people of that age who are like uh, blossoming at that time could be like, oh yeah, I could really get a boner to some of that old school <laughs> stuff, but some I can't that, find it anywhere. Some of those El McPhersons in bikinis. Some of that sweet, sweet pornography uh, <laughs> like Mama used to make. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, ben boy. read an article where uh, a kid was... Uh, anyway. It's um, $3 a magazine. That's $3 a magazine. $3-ish a magazine. Forty bucks. How much does magazine cost? How much did a pornographic magazine cost back? I was never allowed them. Pornography. That, that obviously you weren't. No, no, no. Like FHM. So like but you weren't old enough to buy FHM either. No, FHM was like you could buy it if you were like a teen. Really? If you were a teen, you could buy FHM. Because FHM was was never bosoms. Oh, it was never proper bosoms. It was never bosoms. No nipples. Yeah, no. It was. It was <laughs> no nipples. But I had. Oh, I was also not allowed them. But I don't think I, I. I would have felt too much shame buying one of those. I had a. I had a mate who who had a lot of them, and whenever I was over, I'd kind of have a little look. And uh, <laughs> I had a mate whose dad um bought them for him and sent them to him when he was living in China, studying for a year. How old was he? Oh. He was like eighteen, nineteen. Dad bought him. Nudie magazines. I think he was worried that Did he want him to get he'd in trouble with had the... a boner before. <laughs> it's like, so I'm worried about your bonus. <laughs> but I, I feel like sending pornography to... But it's in... not pornography. I feel like no, sending a, any, any, kind of, any kind of erotic photography into China would be a... a, a, dist- like, would be Chi- a risky. Also, the Chinese have pornography, surely. Like the, but the... the communist government is like very anti-pornography. Really? It? Yeah, it's very, very anti-pornography. Uh, there was an esports... Um, wackadoo, not a wackadoo. What do you call it? Like a what? Like a, What's a, a wackadoo? A hullabaloo. A hullabaloo. <laughs> no, in, 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 not uh, there was a, a blimble blumble. A blimble blumble. <laughs> a farapple. Several years yeah. ago, where there was a big tournament in. Um, Sorry, Hing, Hing is uh, being haunted by the ghost of Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a big tournament in China, and oh, one of the hosts made a joke, or the English language host was in China, made a joke about pornography, and he got in trouble by the Chinese government. Really? Yeah. Do you remember what the joke was? Oh, uh, it was pretty tasteless. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Okay. Wow. Very, hey, really whoa. Horrible. That's um. Um. So. Did you? So you never had these. I never you, had. You it. never had these magazines. Um, I think I would have bought the occasional one. Um, because I'm trying to remember what the content was outside of the the. It was the, like cool. Sorry. No, no. no. It was kind of like some. Of, some of it was like here's a sexy thing for that you can do for your lady. So like kind of a Cosmo equivalent. Ah, oh, okay. um, oh, like a Dolly Doctor, yeah, but for for, but for men, men and boners. And then it was kind of like. Here's a speedboat and the new gadget. Oh, and, or like, uh, or like really bad injuries. I remember the oh. one of them like being like, "Here's Mickey sending a picture. His arms in two places." Fuck. Um, <laughs> it's like that's just your elbow, Mick. Um, did you? No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to dox a former guest, but did you know Victoria Zerbst, former guest on this very podcast? Yeah. Her father is a pornographer. 
What? You, what? No, he was he was like he was like the editor of Hustler for many years. La- Larry Flint? Well, the Australian one, I guess. I don't think it was actually Larry Flint. Oh wow! Yeah, huh. but she was um, she was telling me about it the other night at a party, um, and she was saying like that's one of the reasons she's so um she's such a prude now because she grew up with just, <laughs> just she, she said she was growing up with just filthy magazines all over. The it's house. like a Rage in Placid Lake situation. Right? Yeah, it was, yeah. And I was like, well, I guess you know it's a it's it's a real Rage in Placid Lake. No, oh, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> oh man! Um, yeah, but uh, you know, you grow up with all these uh, boners around you, all these boner <laughs> materials around you. Suddenly, you're not that into boners. A friend of ours used to write um, the the sexy letters oh, for FHM. The, the fake, the fake sexy letters. Like, oh, I, I never thought that. this would happen to me, but I fucked in a library. Like that was that. Yeah, that was his job. I knew a guy when I was at university who wrote those letters for People magazine, which is like for outside for overseas people is like. And maybe for Australians who don't know, it's like a really low budget, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, Australian pornography magazine. Um, but it's also an American one because um, because it's the start. It's at the start of um, Billy Madison. What? Oh right, but it's not FHM? a no people magazine. Oh, people magazine. Yeah, yeah. But he used to write, and because it's kind of pitched to a particular sort of demographic, he had a, a really rich. Uh, vocabulary of like really Aussie terms for like sex bits. Oh, that's great. Oh, a donger. <laughs> a donger, like a, a chawang, like really sort of like <laughs> stuff that you'd be like, I know what that is, but I've never heard that word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's your chongus, yeah. <laughs> for example. I uh, recently had cause to, I was talking to someone about like sort of early pornographic experiences and whatnot. Mm. And I remember as a kid, I would have been like 15, 16 or something. No, younger, like 13, 14. So just the, 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 this is real wild west days of the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found my way onto a mailing list of like erotic literature. My word. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, this will be something I can jerk it to. Sure, <laughs> sure. But like, and I'd only recently thought about this, right? But the reason nowadays when people do a lot of like erotic literature, I guess it's just because that's what they're into, right? It's, it's, what do you it, mean? It's, it's 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 like there is something about reading a sexy story that yeah. is quite good for some people. Right? Sure. Back then, it was it was really like other forms of pornography were so limited. Oh, I see what you mean. Technologically, like, yeah. That literature, like erotic literature, or like whatever, was the only way you could do certain things. Also, easy download. Very easy download. Yeah. No. 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 Well, what I, what I meant though, what what I mean though is like. You know, just say you you wanted to... Your fantasy was like, I don't know, fucking a goblin lady, right? <laughs> nowadays, nowadays you want to do that, you just get any circus in a ping pong ball suit, fucking goblin lady, right? You know what I mean? He will not consent to that. Uh, then again, he doesn't need to. Once he's in the ping pong ball suit... Like, exactly. You just get him bending over. The you can be like, yeah, pose. this is Planet of the Apes again. He's like, what, why do I have these lines about being a goblin lady? It's, uh, Andy. Right. So you you know like nowadays if you, like there's a the new John Ronson book is all about like bespoke pornography that's being made that, and 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 how like you have a specific fantasy and now we can actually do it because we have the technology right right twenty years ago when I was butter 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 wee boner right yeah just yeah <laughs> there were there were all these things that people wanted to jerk off to but, but that we couldn't do in film but so right? you had to use the human imagination exactly so I only just like just thinking about it the other day when I was talking to someone I realized that like all the like earliest like erotic things that I jerked it to mm. were like stories about like a woman who's 90 foot tall <laughs> and a blue man who's probably from another planet like just <laughs> the weirdest shit that I was like yeah this is hot but I'm like 13 years old I don't know fucking anything I don't know what sex I don't know anything that really does speak to like 
the incredible resourcefulness of a young teenage boy to jerk Absolutely. it to anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Like, oh, these ones are wolves. All right, cool. <laughs> How has that affected um, in the long run your um, yeah. sexual appetite? Well, I don't know. I have no idea, right? Because I only know... I mean, your girlfriend is a, a nine-foot-tall blue wolf. <laughs> Simon, do you have one for us? I do. Um, this is from Craigslist, I believe. Uh, and it's uh, titled, Nudist Home, Ollie, mm. near Lacey. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear from people who would be okay living in a home where clothes are not allowed or <laughs> who would like to short-stay visits at that home or who would like to attend events at that home where clothing isn't allowed. <laughs> is that what nudism is, though? 6.5 acres, mostly wooded, with nature trails, wooded. above ground pool, hot tub, one kitchen, and another one planned. So, you know, forward thinking. Uh, co-ed locker room style showers, not private in brackets. <laughs> Fire pit, planned volleyball court. A lot of, like, a lot oh, of this activities. is coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. The problem I've had in the past is with prospective <laughs> tenants who say, I have no problem with nudity, but what they really mean is that they have no problem with others being naked. Either they don't want to be naked at all themselves or have difficult to meet conditions like nudity must be normalized or someone else my gender must be here naked too. And no one wants clothes banned because that's too controlling. So I end up being the only one naked and that's frustrating. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Beautiful. Oh. This is like a sort of a ti- it's like a tiny dictatorship. Yeah, a tiny and nude dictatorship. <laughs> and it's like literally welcome, Empress New Clothes. Welcome to Utopia. There's only one rule: no clothes. <laughs> because isn't like, I just need to put some shoes on to go outside and take the bins out? <laughs> no, no clothes. Bring the sign. So hey, wait, that's an interesting question. Are you allowed to wear shoes in the nudist colony? Sure, he went. said no clothes, and that's a rule. So, my I mean, understand, and look, I am, I have no you're an amateur in the field. I'm an amateur in the field. Mm-hmm. I will be the first to own that. Mm-hmm. But my understand, I thought nudist colonies were like wear clothes, don't wear clothes. Who are we to judge? Well, that's yeah. what usually happens. But then what happens is he's the only <laughs> nude person. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of outdoor activities in this place, um, and this with the wooded nature trails and volleyball court planned. That's so a thing, though. You need sun protection. Oh, yeah. that's true. So yeah. this guy is maybe he's a cancer researcher, yeah. skin cancer researcher, <laughs> and he's just trying to get as many specimens <laughs> as possible. I don't want to get sunburned on my donga. Oh, on my chongas. I can't imagine. On my dinga donga. I, I can't imagine. I can't. Worse. It's fate worse than death, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, oh, what's worse? Um, um, just balls sunburn <laughs> or, or dong D sunburn. sunburn. I don't know because this is going to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting question though. Uh, we'll text in. Text line is oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. Please send triple J. Text about whether or not you think it would be worse to have your balls sunburned. I feel like, and I. I feel like this guy's problem mm. is that he is somebody who is aggressively nude. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nudity. And he wants you to know that he's into nudity as nudity, well. Yeah, nudity is like a binary state, right? But for some reason, this man... That's a spectrum, but go on. This man is like so fucking nude when he's nude. It reminds me of that Eddie Izzard line. Um, about like the French, a French person wearing just a t uh, wearing just a t shirt to accentuate my nakedness. <laughs> but like, yes. yeah, he is like even uh, like cause the sense I get from his ad is even nudists are like, good god. Yeah, it's it's like the yeah the, the one who's real into it. Good lord, Gary, we get it. Yeah, and he thinks even nudists aren't nude enough. Yeah, he's like, what's that? It's like my wedding ring, Gary. It's my wedding ring. It's like, well, get it off. Get seems it like off. someone didn't read the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was interesting here is that there was a line in there. I want someone that people 
people will often want someone of the same gender. Someone else of my gender must be here naked too. Yeah, I understand that. that. I'd rather not. <laughs> oh, it's not homophobic, but I'd probably like because I'd like to see um, the more people of my sexual preference nude. But no, I think this is women being like, I'm not going to be the only nude woman uh, in a room full of. That's what guys. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And and what this tells me is that he's like, what, he, this this gives it a real creepy vibe. Yeah, totally. Because because like, I mean, sorry, not that it wasn't creepy before, but this in particular is quite telling because he's like, I want to isolate people yeah. while they're nude. It's like it's like it's a bit sinister. And yeah, how many people do you need for a volleyball game? I guess six, six aside, or f- you could you could do okay. two aside. Oh, oh yeah, beach could, volleyball. Yeah, you could beach do two aside. Two aside. You could feasibly do two aside. Yeah, if it's a beach volleyball. I don't think he's going to get the numbers. Not with this attitude. Also, there's a lot of like jumping around and diving with a beach volleyball, which on the sand, absolutely, uh, could really just scratch up your dongus. No, I think <laughs> I think that's like a thing. I think that's like a classic nudist colony activity. Um, uh, yeah, but I don't think it's beach volleyball. I think it's um oh, just like. Right. Lawn volleyball. Oh, I see. Not but even volleyball. still, what? get a four-leaf clover stuck up there. Yeah, <laughs> what that's unlucky. What activities right. would you happily do naked? Oh, I play computer games naked a fair bit. Oh, I hate that. What do you mean? I hate that image. That makes me so sad. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I do a lot of. I mean, not so much anymore. But I used to be like, just like, if I didn't have to leave the house, I'd have a shower and just be in the towel. Oh, I love a towel. Ben Ben and I used to live together. Ben can attest to the fact that I bloody love walking around in a towel. days at a time in a towel. Is that that one around the waist and one around the hair like a a turban? (laughs) To to protect my identity. Um, I recently got a robe that I I will often wear uh, when I'm at home without doing it up. Oh my! But Wait, like a, like a terry toweling or like a silk kimono? No, no like a terry toweling. You oh, live like with a, your like family though, don't well, you? Yeah, that? no, no, no. When I'm home alone. Yeah, all right. Well, not when, not when, when I'm when. home alone, I'm laying traps for robbers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sticks out. Yeah. Um, no, because uh, I, I've just discovered that the 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 robe itself is not comfortable when you do it up. The uh-huh. real comfort for the robe is is being open at the front, dude style. Uh, dude, yeah, yeah, like the dude. <laughs> uh, would you guys like one to take us home, please? Yes. This was sent in by Bell Squires. Thank you so much, Bell. Okay, this is from the Sydney area. This is from Penrith. And look, there is not, there is not a lot going on in this ad other than this person's um, creative use of the English language. Mm-hmm. But it gets me right, right where it's good. <laughs> okay, professional Tyler in Sydney. Okay, so someone who puts down, does your bathroom, does your kitchen, that yep. kind of thing. Or we'll come and um, be Mary Tyler Moore. That, oh boy. Is that the only famous Tyler? I was trying to think of, a, of like a fun Tyler, Tyler. Dunn. Yeah. Oh. Well. Okay. So the uh, okay. So without preamble, it just launches straight into dot points. Bathroom, kitchen area, resi- residentale, <laughs> <laughs> commercial, balcony in Sydney. We are best Tyler. Perfect job. Fifteen years experience. We are accepted. Big, two Gs, small job. We re- <laughs> we replace tile. We have big, two Gs, team. <laughs> I think this is the one that, <laughs> that gets me 100% doing best job. <laughs> expected anywhere in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> expected Expected It sounds like an anonymous sign off <laughs> Expect us You should have expected us We've Done your bathroom <laughs> Take that football team <laughs> Try free quote That's the whole ad I love it I love it I love it Thank you Bell Squires Oh incredible 15 oh. years experience We are expected 
big small job. <laughs> just the oh. Do you think just I just imagine people in Sydney who would just be like, could be any day now. <laughs> <laughs> the, jo- the, the job is coming. <laughs> just like oh. waiting for that knock in terror. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I don't have anything to say other than thank you for sending that in. No, that's true. Have you have you had a? Because there's no. The thing is, yeah. When you're hiring a, a Tyler or a, or a handy person to come and do yeah. some work in your house, you don't actually want them to have good Craigslist copy, right? D- why? Why? No, no. But you do or you don't. It doesn't matter. My 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 point is my point is the the, the fact that this person. Has constructed an a, an ad of insanity. Yeah, s- yeah. Does not speak to the quality of their tile work at oh, all. Oh, you uh, say that this person could be a really good tiler. They could absolutely be a. The, they could be best tiler Sydney. They could be. But then I feel you get like an invoice for like <laughs> four million dollars, and you're like, well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it was a big job. <laughs> I just like the, the, the how subtly the wheels first come off, like the th- bathroom, kitchen area, residentale. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just styles from there. Oh, well, would you know how to? Would you know how to pick a good, a good, a good handyman? Would I know how to pick a good handyman? How, how do you like? How would you like? This is just references. References. So you, you got a friend to tell you. That's that it. I think so. Is that the Word of mouth way? is the most powerful form of marketing we have as a human race. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrified of. Of getting like work done on our apartment. That's why it's in such yeah. disrepair. That's yeah. why there's that pot full of cruskets and blueberries <laughs> over there. We we got an air our air conditioner uh, broke down that we had in our house, and we it was on the hottest day uh, in Sydney, and so we ordered a new one. The, the guys came, and the guy who was installing it was wearing a hoodie. Uh huh. In the blaze in the blazing sun. Okay. Uh. This sounds like he was from Anonymous. But or maybe, but it was, but like part of that was like, this does not inspire confidence. No. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's pretty hot today, isn't it? He's like, yeah, at least I'm not out on a roof. He was on a balcony. And I was like, what's with the... But uh, why would you... Like, I mean, maybe some did, protection, but like... Did you press him? Uh, yeah. Uh, and then he uh, turned out he was a robot. Oh, and no! It was his off button and he powered down. Oh. Uh, can what a I stupid loop, thing to say. <laughs> can I loop all this back in together? Yeah. I remember when I was like 14, 15, we were having, I think, some work, some some sort of handiwork done at our house. Mm. And one of the guys they had was like a young guy who would have been like a bit older than me, like 17, 18. And he'd just gotten a mobile phone that could accept picture messages. This is like. A thing no one else in the world had. Yeah, I remember they cost like a dollar to send. Yeah, it was like MMSs. Well, mm. this, is, this is like in the early 2000s. Yeah. I was still in high school. I wish they would have been like 16, 17 at this point. And he, uh, at a moment, I, I think I went downstairs at some point. I was like, oh, does anyone want to drink or something? And I just got some water in a jug and put it on the thing. Mm. And the two older guys were outside drinking <laughs> glasses of water in the, in, in, in the backyard. And this guy turns to me and goes, hey, you want to see a porn of a missus sent me? <laughs> And he showed me like just a photo of like a, of a, a boob, like of a naked lady. Was it her, or was it like was his missus like check out this naked lady? No, well, I, unless you, I, it was a, it was like a porn lady. It was like a supermodel lady. Oh, so his wife was searching for porn and then sending him porn just to like pep him up during I the day. Yes, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea the context of this. And I was like, oh. Cool. He's like, yeah, it's pretty sick. Phone like phone messages, like oh. the picture messages you get. I'm like, oh yeah. How do you respond to that? Did you literally just be like, nice? See, I was torn. I, at that point, I was torn between my deep sexual shame mm. and embarrassment, and on the other hand, 
my like middle class guilt that makes me just want to be one of the guys. Sure, yes, sure, absolutely. I will, I will say some horrible things yeah. if the guys at the work site like me. This tension is on display whenever you and I take a cab anywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and you just show pornography to the taxi yeah, driver. Oh, he's like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, ah, you want to see some some bonus? Eh? Yeah, he's like, please, I'm trying to what? <laughs> I'm losing my place of work, please. Uh, well, this has been a delight. We've had some chats. Mm-hmm. We've eaten some baby food. Mm. Um, I finished. I finished my nibbly finger. So well thank done. You for that. Uh, however, I uh, had two organic creamies, and they were. <laughs> An ordeal. <laughs> you were creamies. <laughs> Sounds like you were just walking down the street and you just came apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think two organic. I think two organic creamies is the title of the episode. That is yeah. so upsetting as a as a phrase. I think it has to be. Oh my Good goodness, God. Um, but thank you so much for joining us again. Mm-hmm. Oh my enormous pleasure. Thanks, guys. Uh, no. This has been super fun. Um, your fringe show is over. <laughs> I don't know at this point. Um, hey, this if... comes out on September the fourth. Okay. Well, it's about to kick off, so come to the Factory Theatre and, uh, and and buy tickets to the, my fringe show. Um, also, uh, this is a couple of weeks old now, but the the stand series, the other guy that I'm in, it's is doing on... very well. It's, hey, it's been trending on Twitter, so that's important. Yep. For them to renew it for a second series, yes. so please watch it, even if you don't like it. Just if you've got Stan, just play it and walk out of the room. You don't need to watch it. A friend of mine said that you're the best thing about it. Yes. That friend was the mad dictator of the third Reich (laughs) aid. Oh, wait, no, it's bad for me because I'm friends with Hitler. Yeah, that is very bad for you. God damn it. Um... So I tried to I tried to entrap you there, but mm. it, it backfired in many I think, ways. Uh, if you're listening to this as well, this is about the last episode of the our Dragon Friends Pit, Public Peter Mission shows this week, I think. It'll be close to it. Yeah. yeah. So you can come along to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of fun when we did it last night. We sang some songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can see Simon in that. And also you can see Simon in our, uh, our regular Dragon Friends show at Giant Dwarf every second Tuesday of the every month. Every second Freaking Tuesday of the month, we're there. Anything else you want to plug, Simon? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm an illustrator. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> if you want some drawing done. Um, oh, go you've got a new website. Uh, yeah, I've just updated my website. So it's simongriner.com. Uh, check it out. Yeah. It's but very I'm, good stuff. In fact, Simon, uh, do, if you want to see some of Simon's art, just take out your bloody phone because he designed the. Um the iPhone. No, he, des- <laughs> <laughs> he designed the, the the logo for the for the podcast you're listening to right now. The the, the illustration of it's you and I. Very illustration. Yeah. Indeed. Um. So yeah. Uh, head to SimonGrain.com. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.